Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, this is Craig. Hello, Craig. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? This is Cheryl. So where are you these days? Um, I actually just pulled into the parking lot of the POI. <laughs> so we're running through a lot of good fun stuff, I would say. But um, um, is Missy joining us? You know, I don't know. She may be in clinic this morning, so it may just okay. be the two of us. And I figure we could at least just get a, a couple of the entry pieces through to help each other out to move forward on, on some of these um, scenarios sure. that we're working together on. So. Um, um, what questions do you have before we even get started? Um, you know, my biggest questions that actually initiated my email to you yesterday, um, you know, as I've been pulled into this piece here with the pediatric um, kind of 
plans and kind of our vision here with kind of growing this. Um, I didn't have a lot of input um, overall from your health system as far as what the athletic trainers are kind of doing out in the out in the schools and if they're using clinics and how they wanted any um, utilization ask? in the space. Who did you ask? Uh, you know, I have had, because I'm not in your system directly, I get 15 different people in different places, so I never know who's, who to go to. So it would be talking to, you know, the orthopedic groups. It would be, um, so I actually just came to Sharon and through Dr. Tangimino and asked, hey, can you give me a list of where the athletic trainers are in the health network so I can kind of get a feel for what happens at the schools, where kids are being seen. Um, there's been a little bit of pushback with the POI and that concern of um, here we're seeing the pediatric population and how is that going to affect, you know, where these kids go, um, probably more so in the sports medicine level. Where are they going to go into what offices? How are we going to keep kids in the system? Um, so I didn't have a good understanding of, you know, when you guys are out in the schools, um, if you have a central location, a central office, therapist that you're working with, um, if there are things we can do in the POI that can enhance that. Sure. Um, and I so, think all, all of that we can develop as we move forward on this. Um, sure. I did give Sharon, I, I showed her um, how to get to kind of where our schools are and things. But just to give you a, you know, I can give you a, a general idea right now, the schools that really affect the POI closely are going to be North Catholic High School, Mm-hmm. North Hills High School, um, Avonworth and Northgate, and Hampton High School. Those are the closest. As far as the contracts that you guys hold, okay. Or um, mainly our North Hills High Schools. And um, so we have, and we're in a bit of a transition too. We're actually moving to orthopedics as of January 1st. We actually okay. were housed under rehabilitation for the last 20 years, realistically. Um, this is a much better fit. Athletic trainers in the state of Pennsylvania are actually boarded. We're under the board, State Board of Osteopathic Medicine. 20 years ago, we were under State Board of Physical Therapy, but that's been, it's been a while now that sure. it's been that way. And, and we've kind of, a, this kind of evolved and things, so this is a good fit for kind of where we're going. Our athletic trainers, up until this past month, a lot of them are now out of the clinics, and as of January 1st, all of them will be out of the rehabilitation clinics. They were spending okay. about 10 hours a week as a, basically as an aid because they really couldn't do much from the billing side. Um, right. Basically doing it to try and cost down, you know, as far as the PT clinics, but the new model mm -hmm. was pulled on our PT clinics with Lisa Simon. She's not even housing RSAs, so, you know, it was an opportunity to try and change what we're doing and the fact that especially that we're going over orthopedics. So we're, we're kind of developing all this in, in some ways. But um, I see, you know, right off the bat, I, I think we need to get you in good communication with our athletic trainers that are in that region. And, and I talked mm -hmm. to Dr. San Gimino about, you know, can we do meetings there? And when they when we do do them, I'd love the opportunity, and we'll give you advance notice, but I'd love the opportunity at least for you to stop over and say hello to everybody so they see your face and they know what types of patients we can send to you from the high school. Sure. Um, we go by the theory that, you know, we can do a little bit of rehab at the high schools, but we're covering so much that they still aren't getting enough 
of what they need. You know, most of these athletes need to be rehabbed you know, at least once a day, sometimes more, and we can't mm-hmm. get them as we're covering games and things. So that's why we really try and sell to the parents. We need to be involved with PT clinics, rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, right off the bat, I think that's how we, you know, we should attack that and, and really create that communication level because, you know, and I do understand from Dr. Sanjamino, they may be going to you, but then they may also be going to the Wexford facility across the road for some. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. And the goal for the goal for us here is, you know, our initial vision with the POI, and I, you know, I kept the facility actually pretty neutral in the sense of there's the opportunity to treat a child that is developmental-based, but then there's the opportunity to be flexible and treat, you know, a, a higher sports-related scenario based on the open space. We did not, you know, we kind of overlapped a little bit because there was pushback um, with how much of the traditional pediatric or traditional physical therapy clinic you brought in the, in the space. But the goal really was that we'd have the opportunity to see the patient that he's seeing and if there's a better location or a better scenario that, yes, we would capture the visit but be able to send them within the health network to where the best place for them would be. Sure. Um, and that's kind of our, our goal. And, you know, he brought our company in to do this purely because we're seeing a high volume of pediatrics, it, really in the north. Um, and so I'm, you know, I've been able to and I kind of, when I was looking at these schools that we were talking about, North, North Catholic was the first one that came to me because um, I know in their elementary level, um, the Allegheny Health Network is not necessarily um, really involved in there. There's actually some other, um, you have a lot of other small um, sports medicine um, practices in the area. UPNC with their new facility over there is kind of in there, you know, offering uh, logic testing free to the schools and things like that. And so when I started thinking about that, I'm like, well, wait a minute here. We want to be able to get into those feeder systems as well to be helping carry that into the next level. And, and I also think with the um, insurance battle that's going on, um, we want to solidify all of our contracts in those big schools. I'm seeing um, the schools kind of transition from fighting with UPMC and Highmark in their own employee insurance. And so I think that there's a benefit to us having kind of a stronghold in those school systems as well with the services we're providing. Sure. I mean, ironically, I'm going to be honest with you, the bigger schools nowadays, we're not employing one athletic trainer anymore. There mm-hmm. are two and three athletic trainers. So a lot of those middle school kids, like I'm currently right now, I have, I have a position that I just filled, but it doesn't start till January. So for the last month, I've been the athletic trainer for the middle school in Peters Township. <laughs> So oh, wow. I'm dealing I'm dealing predominantly with seventh and eighth graders at that point. Okay. Um, so we are we are expanding out into that footprint, but I think that is a, a good conversation moving forward. How else can we do that? Other places too. We don't always have those opportunities as much. We try mm-hmm. and welcome it as much as possible because we feel if we educate the parents and the students at that level, then we can have a good relationship with them all the way through. Sure, absolutely. Um, but I, I definitely think that continuity of care, if they're coming in and they're seeing, you know, Dr. Sanjimino at a younger age, um, you know, how do we then really promote the overall health and wellness and it being kind of more of a holistic um, opportunity to teach these kids, you know, how to stay physically active. And, and they're going to be kids that are going to be in sports and kids that are not going to be in sports. And that's kind of why, you know, when we were looking at this facility, we were kind of going, how do we overlap and then know when, okay, this is an opportunity to send to this location over here. Um, sure. You know, and when we get to kind of past our, our resources. Now, there are plenty of things, I think, therapeutically 
um, that we're going to be able to handle in this facility, and our therapists have that ability. Um, but, you know, I, we also have to be realistic um, with our schedule. Um, you know, do we have a high volume of these um, athletic kids? Which I will tell you, most PTs that are doing any orthopedics love to treat, no matter if they're in the peds world or the adult side. They love that kind of sports medicine population. They're fun for us. Um, so I definitely want to see my therapist be able to treat them. But, again, if we're seeing a high volume of developmental kids for whatever reason, is that the best place at the best time? Um, it may not be, but you know, my job over here is to make sure that this facility captures the visits that we can, to, you know, to make it successful. Sure, and and you know, the, you bring up a good point, and part of what I wanted to discuss with you, and I, I mentioned this to Dr. Sanjamina. So, I have a coverage group of athletic trainers that right now I'm actually down some positions. We've had some people that have gotten into school recently and things, but I don't want to. I need to transition them out of the rehab clinics. And what they actually were, were they were full-time athletic trainers assisting with rehab, a couple mm-hmm. of areas. And I used them predominantly when I needed to cover, when I needed coverage. You know, mm-hmm. if someone called off, if someone was taking vacation days. But their mainstay of their position really was in those clinics until we needed them. And we did that for a reason. We didn't want to try and bring on per diem staff, staffing. We wanted more of a consistent basis. So... I think this might be an opportunity if we move one of those positions, and I would, I, I really would need to hire it now where I am, but the position is actually open because the person that was in that position has now gone into a school. Okay. It, it might be an opportunity to really focus, first and foremost, I think, having them work with the concussion clinic piece. So they're the one doing the C3 logic testing mm-hmm. in the concussion clinic. They're housing patients or rooming patients and things too and that's kind of what Missy has done in some ways with her role but then she's expanded out a little bit more of an administrative role so I want to see her lead this person but I think that if we house that person in POI that could be a good opportunity to utilize them also possibly on your side um, and and I, we would have to really discuss it as to how if, if you know if even if you feel it's appropriate but Use that person for return to play programs for concussions, for you know the mm-hmm. five step or ultimately four step in the concussion clinic. Um, you know, one of the things we really need to see is that are you are you able to do it and charge for insurance, or should we charge fee for service like we're doing in other facilities, things like that? Right. But I think that person could come back and forth a little bit depending on the patient loads. Sure. And possibly help out. You know, I, do, I definitely want to use them for the baseline testing programs. So I, I, I really think housing them out of that facility might be a good opportunity for us to, to do that. Now, again, they're not your employees, so I don't know. Do we have to try and figure out some type of cost transfer or something? I, I don't know. I think, you know, we do need to talk about that later on if there is an interest from you. But, I, I you know, I don't – and that's where I really wanted to talk to you about the return to play press opportunity with the concussions itself and what we could refer to you does mm-hmm. the person then maybe fit in too, you know, we need to discuss. One of the ideas I threw out to Dr. Sanjamina the day we met, and please don't take offense to this in the sense that, number one, I need to understand what you guys do more, but I, I kind of thought the way you set that gym up is great. Um, I said maybe putting a strip of Court court on the end by the windows and keeping, if we're going to put those return to play athletes there who are going to be running and cutting and things, keep them a bit away from the rest of the population so they don't 
you don't have an opportunity where you know the two would mix in the sense that they would you know run into each other or something might be a good opportunity number one number two i would hate to have athletes running over there and and really chew your carpet up (laughs) (laughs) well you know i um interestingly enough when we had set this facility up um you know those things were definitely in a okay we could do this but, you know, I'll be honest, it was hard for me because it wasn't my budget. Yeah, no, <laughs> it just, I, I You know, it wasn't it. my money. And I was kind of like, well, I'm going to do it. We can do whatever we can in kind of neutral. I felt make it neutral. And then kind of as we saw what kind of population we were treating, yeah. transition some of it there. And I, I'm all for that. And I, you know, after we had, it, um, after I had that initial phone call when you, um, with you guys, and I was kind of, wait a minute here, I don't understand where we're going as far as jumping all this in there. It, it makes perfect sense to me. That, you, that we would do that. And I actually think even um, for any population, even for my kids that are coming in that um, may have CP, the opportunity if we don't have, you know, athletes over there for them to be in a sports-driven cutting, you know, environment, they all of a sudden get excited about that. So there is definitely a benefit to do that. So I don't take any offense to that. Um, and there's also, uh, it does encourage your patients um, that are sports-driven to see that as well. You know, it is set up for them then. It's a, it's a spot that they um, want to come to. So I don't have any um, I don't have any difficulty with that. Well, um, I guess I just want to start that conversation with this is, that's your facility. You're running it over there. I don't want you to think we're trying to take over anything in any way. Sure. No, but if no, we did sure. something like that, and I told, I gave, we actually, if the next time you're at Federal, we have an older version of it down there that we put in the back of the clinic, and it works out great there. Um, mm-hmm. It actually just sits right on top of the carpet, and and it protects it, and there's no issues, and it kind of blends in with the, the whole environment too, and it creates that little sports bit of a look. But okay. um, if you want to ever take a look at it down there, let me know. But he, okay. I believe he's going to look into it also, and and just to kind of get an idea of it because I know his budgets are closing soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, he's now at the point of looking at. You know, they want a Dynavision. They have all these different things that they're adding to the budget. <laughs> oh God, they're adding Dynavision there. Oh, they're oh. trying to. They're trying to. That was the because he said to me, you know, concussion wise, what would you really want? And I'm like, well, ideally, if we could have a Dynavision, let's go with it. And so all of a sudden, they're like, we're gonna do this and we're gonna have this and um. We have so we have one at our Cool Springs facility. Do you and are, do you use it a lot? Um, I, do they, yeah, you know? Frank does. I don't go over. I don't. I actually, that's my office. But we, I'm not on. I'm on the clinic side. I'm not on the rehab side, so I don't okay. go over there much. I personally was trained on it, but I don't, you know, go over there and use it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, they have a lot of that type of stuff. You really should. I know this is probably too late now at this point, but it would be a good opportunity to come down and see what they have there for you, and to see there's some reactive drill other types of pieces of technology that are they're pretty high level really yeah um but you know from that standpoint you know you know that's why i even sent you that picture of that that shelf we have that relationship with come ready and i'm not even saying put that product on it we talked about do we maybe have a little bit of a retail piece where we sell there but i think Mm -hmm. you put the pamphlets the education things that you need to on the side you could store cones and things on it Yes, you can do it with any shelf, but it has our logo on it, and that's why I'd send it to him. Sure, sure. Additionally, I down at our federal office, I have a spin bike that's it's for all intents and purposes. They don't use it a lot there, and I could get it up there if you're okay with that, too, and that would be a good way to get some of these kids get their heart rates up, sure. um, you know, in a safe manner. 
that that you don't have to worry about them running constantly and things too. So that might be a thought if you're interested. Sure. Um, and that all makes sense to me. I kind of um, I've been a little bit gun shy just with the scenario of going. Well, I need to get in there and see what our population base is really going to be too. You know, like I've kind of said, well, I don't. I'm not yeah. adding all of those things. Even the Dyn- like the Dynavision is a dream thing. It's not something that I would say, oh, we had to have in here. Because even for our population and all of our current clinics, we don't have a lot of bells and whistles because a lot of our young kids are happy to come in and be on a balance beam and play with a puzzle. You know, there's some different things that you yeah. don't need to have all those bells and whistles at certain ages. Um, but that also depends on each of our clinics and the location based on the population they're seeing. You know, we have a office out in Butler that's a high autism population. So there's different things out there that are, you know, different from our Gibsonia location because we do have a little bit more of a very typical orthopedic injury population there. So it, you know, it has to vary on the clientele we're seeing. And and Dr. Sanginino really wants me to be able to see every patient that comes in his door, meaning a child that is, you know, having multiple surgeries for, you know, lengthenings and on various severe disability indexes all the way to, or indices, all the way up to a child who comes in with, you know, fevers or scoliosis. So um, I really kind of was trying to keep it based until I knew what was happening. <laughs> I, I really need to show you C3 Lot. Are you familiar with it? I am. I am. And actually, my current PTs are in the process that we, um, were you at the Allegheny? Do you, you by any chance go to the Allegheny Health Network presentation in Nemecolon last year? It was a huge concussion programming that they did, and C3 Logics was part of that. And so all of our therapists actually have been through um, the anticipation of having C3 Logics in all of our particular clinics, not only for the concussion basis, but we're finding developmentally on the neuro um, developmental side, it's been really helpful for some of our kids. So, um, so I was actually the developing committee member for that. I was the I was the guy on stage that ran the round table at the end. Okay. Okay. So, yep. So we were there. <laughs> so yeah, I think there's a lot of things. If you really look at the choice reaction times versus regular reaction times, um, you look at the trails, there's a lot of things that I think a lot of your population could be using and you mm-hmm. can probably build it into your rehab. Um, yeah. and we have interest in not that we've gotten um, not that we've gotten our our clinics. I don't want to say that they're not interested, but they're not to the point where they want to take on more of it right now. But I think, it, especially with concussion rehab, it's really important. But I think you, especially, mm-hmm. started playing around with the program and 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 looked at the trails. By all means, I think would be great for you on there because what it actually does, if you, and I and, I, and this may be, I may be just discussing things you already know with it, but those trails pieces, it just doesn't monitor the time it takes to do it. By using the iPad, it can take you, it tells you how much time they're sitting on the numbers or the letters. It tells you the how much time it takes between each. It times all that out. So mm-hmm. you can really look at that and, and see how they're thinking and, and you might be it might be advantageous for you to utilize it with the kids. Well, and that was something I had, um, when we were actually at that conference, I had spoken to the gentleman, I don't remember the gentleman who was actually from C3 Logic, he was right. the developer of it. Yeah, I actually had sat down with him to talk to him about that, to think, gosh, we have all of these kids with just various abilities, and he was 110% on board with, hey, we should, you should definitely be putting that in your facilities. And, you know, so 
bringing all of these things, you know, the concussion piece into this facility, I think it's only going to be better for the kids that we're going to be treating, whether they're, con- you know, whether they're kids that we're seeing with concussion or our neurodevelopmental kids. So right. um, I'm really excited about that. And I think that there, I think when you do something well enough, there is enough out there for us to be able to, hey, this is a better place for you to go, or you should be talking to your athletic trainer at this school. And, and, and also having that relationship, because the number of times I have kids coming in that have seen Dr. Sanginino, and then I talk to them about their rehab, and then we're not on the same page with the athletic trainer, or maybe the way I explained something was sounded different than the athletic trainer, and I don't even know who that person is. You know, so to have an opportunity for our staff to be overlapping and have better care, I think it's just it's an awesome place to be. It, I agree, and that's, that's what we have with our clinics, essentially. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'm concerned with now that the athletic trainers are leaving those clinics, I still have to get them to maintain those relationships, and that's why yeah. I'd like you to be your staff be over and and when we do a staff meeting or a CME event or whatever mm-hmm. that facility, it'd be great if they could just stop by and say hello and, and just so absolutely. We're all we're all realizing we're on the same team. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I, you know, my ideal was, you know. Um, finding opportunities, and, and not so much that we would be covering elementary schools, but even finding opportunities for health and wellness to get in and start those discussions so that our athletic trainers and our, our PTs are really a greater part of their community, because I think that does help foster the growth of the facilities, and that's really um, something I want to spearhead here, too, is getting us into those elementary schools and talking more about, um, and some of the pediatricians are completely on board with that, talking about you know, what's a great activity level for a child who isn't going to be one of our sports players? Or how do we get children in that elementary excited about being an a high school athlete? Because some of that is not what it used to be, you know. Sure. Yeah, and all those opportunities, I think, are present. And I really push that with our staff to be bigger parts of the community. And so sure. I think, it, you know, from that standpoint, we really could grow together on this and, and work on these, uh, on on all of this. So I think that's great. Um what can I do to help you moving forward right now? Is there anything adamantly you are disagreeing with, or or you want to move uh, on? No, yeah, no. There's 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 absolutely nothing I disagree with. I'm on board with all of that. I think um, I was actually just a little bit initially caught off guard because I kind of all of a sudden I had three or four new people that they were saying, "Hey, we want this space, we want that," and I kind of said, well, "Wait a minute here, that's fine, but why? What direction are we going with that?" <laughs> Um, so I, you know, right now I just want us to get in there and be able to, um, you know, I'm happy to support either system. I'll go in and I'm actually going into walk the space today to even look at here. Are there places we can, you know, put, put kind of more of an athletic setup and what can we do differently there? Um, but I'm on, on board with all that. No, as far as the concussion piece and the return to play, um, so we have typically in our clinics, we typically, that has been an insurance-based product for us, therapy-wise. When you're looking at the return to play, what type of fees, do you know that? What type of fees are being charged to these families for return to play? So, so I can have an idea of... Roughly $35 a visit. Okay. So, and the reason it's difficult because technically they're already cleared from activity. They're cleared, mm-hmm. they're cleared to return to play, so it's hard to we look at it as it's hard to bill for insurance when they're already cleared. So that's yeah. why we've gotten the scenarios where we're charging these $35 for even our clinics. And I would have to catch up with Lisa Simon about that a little bit more, but that's why it's kind of set the way it is. 
you know, and I and again I don't know do do we just have this person who's doing it do it? Do we have you do it and we assist? I'm okay, I'm okay with whatever, you know, I'm taking your lead on this. But I just want mm-hmm. to throw that idea that we have that athletic trainer or possibility that might be out there that could go between both of this and help out or, or however, you know, we, we want to approach it. So Yeah, well, I guess I guess here's my other question to that. Would, do you think your athletic trainer um, would have any interest in helping develop some of those programs with the non-athletes? That's where, that's the, that's the overlapping issue that I see in that facility that where we could use them more as well. Like I'm thinking of a kid who therapy-wise is average, needs to be active and healthy, but it's really not a, it's really not a rehab place. You know, it's a scenario of almost like conditioning I for agree. a child. I think if we put the right person in there, absolutely, because they've actually changed the definition of what athletic trainers manage. They don't manage athletes anymore per okay. law. They manage active people. Okay. So that's, that's a perfect scenario. Well, that's, that's good for me to know that. That that's another. That's a better way for me to look at it. Because sometimes I'm seeing in our population just that. Like, um, I can handle you know an athlete that's coming in with an injury, and obviously when it gets to a point where they're not, um, when it's appropriate for return to play, it makes perfect sense for me to move them on to um, that type of programming. And then I'm looking at the other child that comes in who, um, you know, had some back pain. They're just deconditioned, and I've gotten them pain free, but they really need to be you need to find a way to stay active or to find an interest in activity. And so, you know, I can't as a therapist spend all my time on that because it's really not billable. But I know in the North Hills, families will pay for that type of service. I agree with you. And that's where, in in my opinion, that's where athletic trainers, I don't want the athletic trainers doing the therapies. Their return to play is actually their forte. That's what sure. they do mainly. You know, they get mm-hmm. done with the therapy and then they're sent back to the schools. Well, and they don't always have time in the schools of, of Sure. Like this would fit in well, and and that's where I think we should probably maybe talk about more of a focus on that person and how we try and create those opportunities and, and mix them in and out because it's not going to be all day long. You're not going to see that many patients, and then right. from, the state, from the billing standpoint, the state we cannot be reimbursed through Medicare for this. At okay. This point. So that's where it would have to become a fee for service. Sure. Okay. Well, you know, a lot of that makes perfect sense, and you're right. I think if we had the right person in there, it'd be a nice um, addition to what we're what we're doing, and be a nice nice another program. Um, and I'm I'm on board with that. You know, I think our therapists um, love those active kids, but there's that scenario of okay, this is really not therapy needed any longer, um, as far as the condition, the injury that's happening, what's occurring, and there's a huge opportunity. Again, I think especially in this location up here for families who are for that. I agree, and so we can talk about that. Even ACLs, types of injuries, and again, mm-hmm. I know that that's more higher level that would go across the street, but there are programs that we've developed for that. Return to play, Missy's actually developed per sport different types of programs, so mm-hmm. we could probably interchange in bits and pieces of that. Um, this is a little bit of a side note, but even if we go back to that sport court, I'd like to build a pattern in that, and the reason I'm saying that, just so you're aware of this, if we build a agility ladders and things like that, we now are taking and build it right into the floor. We're now taking your population who could then go over there and use it too because they're not going to have a concern of tripping over it and, and right. moving it around. So just so we kind of talk about that, if that moves forward, I'd really like to kind of keep that on the radar. You know? Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah I'm, all for, okay. I'm all for that. <laughs> all right, well, let's see what, what goes moves forward next from the next piece of it. 
but I do have intent, as long as you're okay with it, I do have intent of having that person out there and then we can maybe see how that we, they can be used on your on your side and the rehab side also. Because I guess okay. it's a little bit of an, a scenario too that Missy mentioned, not with a couple of those rooms not having sinks, I'm not sure we're going to be able to keep patients in there. I don't know what we're going to be able to do from a concussion clinic standpoint just yet. So, okay. With some of those, I'm sorry, you said with some of those rooms not having what? Thinks um, where where Dr. Sanjamino initially wanted to do that concussion clinic. I don't know that we're going to necessarily be able to move forward just yet. I guess a couple of those rooms don't have sinks. So, oh, okay, uh, for the physicians. Okay, I'll yeah, take a look at that. I'm we, actually we, I'm hopping up there today to see the setup because he wanted me to look at how they were setting that up. Um, yeah, because you know what, we didn't build it for that. We didn't need them. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. So that might be a, a scenario where we might have concern with that so I don't know and I'm sure we'll figure out a way to work through it all but that's just something that Missy had brought up to me yesterday so okay all right well I'm actually going to be up there and looking at some of those things and talking with him about it today too so okay well, thank you so much for your time I really appreciate getting everybody kind of on the same page and I think it's going to be a great a great opportunity really I, I appreciate it too and just reach out to me when it next time you want to get together okay okay all right thanks Fred. take care bye bye
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.